0: TA Thomas, Mississippi Zone, joining me here for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. As you already know, caught between two worlds, available on all platforms. Welcome yes, to the show, man, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Like 265, IR Radio. How's everything going, man?
1: Everything is good, brother. Thanks for having me. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Sensation. That's yes, the one.
1: Sir. That's the one. Yep. <laughs> you got a chance to listen, brother.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I've been in tune. I I think this is an excellent album. I I really enjoyed it. I know you have the whole gospel roots and you get coming up in the church. I know your whole backstory. I I think this is something here where people are, are recognizing that you have something special here. I mean, from the press that you've been getting and just... I mean, being on the billboard in Times Square—that really coming from Mississippi, you described it as the Bible Belt. I know people usually call it that. So <laughs> it had, definitely had a hit different when you saw that you were in Times Square, taking over. Shit was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you,
1: you already know how. Where, where are you located, bro? I,
0: I'm located in Connecticut, but I went to school out in Queens, so I'm in the tri-state area. So okay, yeah. So I thought you was maybe a little bit more familiar with Mississippi,
1: but bro, coming from the Sip, you know uh these these you know the, the billboard this this shit is a great moment for us man you know not too many people make it out but i'm thankful you know what i'm saying really grateful to be a part of one of the ones who did
0: <laughs> exactly i think it was hollandale that you're from exactly right hollandale
1: mississippi yep a little small town in the mississippi delta
0: Yep. yeah a little bit away i think you're kind of near like i think you've said 10 minutes from like sway lee soldier boy kind of where they yeah. came up a little bit
1: yeah it's like literally all in the same area yeah. And
0: I mean, with, with so much talent, because I know it, it, we mentioned two other artists and then yourself. Do you feel yeah. as well that we're starting to get like something going here in Mississippi a little bit with like a music scene at least? Or I, I don't even think I don't
1: even think we, we get anything going. I think it's just literally the torch being passed because there's so many other the greats that are from Mississippi. You know, it just kind of like was a moment. Uh, you know, some people move, not, no, no name calling or anything because Soulja Boy knows guys, they do represent Mississippi well, but sometimes people not so forward with where they're, where they come from. And I just happen to be one of the artists that I'm like, what's so special about my sound, the Southern soul sound in my music is literally because of my little small hometown in Mississippi. So I'm just really forward progressive with talking about home.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And- and you're really putting it on the map for sure. And, you know, yep, as well bro. as the other artists that have mentioned it. But on the R&B side of things, 100%, because you're someone that wants yeah. to transcend into the pop genre. So when's this Ed Sheeran track coming? Because I've heard you say ah. in the past that you want to get on this track with him to transcend pop music, kind <laughs> of like what Ray Charles was doing back in the day.
1: You at you me, bro. Nah, <laughs> definitely, definitely that's the goal. You know, uh, I feel like we're hitting... We're hitting the checkpoints right now, but that's definitely the goal, my guy. You know, uh, right now, you know, um, coming from the group with having putting out my first single, been so just like four or five months ago. You know, we kind of we kind of building the uh, the railroad to getting there.
0: Next time yeah, allowing down, people
1: to, Yeah, next time down, we're kind of allowing people to, you know, come into my world, get to know who T.A. is, you know what I'm saying, building that identity. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and that, is, that is something that I did want to talk to you because people know you as Terrence. You know, we, we always go back to Terrence Thomas, but you're T.A. now. So what was kind of yeah. the switch? Was it kind of to make it more, OK, this is my solo career now. I kind of want to yeah. go well, away from the group of people know me as Terrence, just switching to T.A.?
1: Yeah, well, it really wasn't. Uh, it really wasn't. Too in-depth, it, it just felt like T.A. was a new era. My first and middle name is Terrence Antoine. So T.A., you know, it's just like the initials of my first and middle name. Uh, I just felt like it was a new era, you know, post-pandemic. You know, me and the guys, you know, took our, you know, we we kind of went doing our solo shit. And I just felt like it. this era needed needed something different. And, you know, a lot of my friends called me T., you know, so I'm just like, oh, it's T.A. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, shorten that thing out a little bit. <laughs>
0: I mean, you really got to work during the pandemic because you even learned to mix and master yourself. So how did that come into play with this album? Because now you can basically do everything yourself. That's big time. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, I tell you like some of the ideas, you know, I I do a lot of rough stuff at home, a lot of rough takes, Uh, even if it's just like an idea I recorded at the studio and I come to the crib just to record some backgrounds, uh, honing in on my talent of like being able to record myself and mixing and stuff like that. It really coming to play with social content as well. You know, from TA would love that little thing I did. I do most of that stuff here at home on my own. Yeah, man.
0: Crazy. You've been really elevating, man. And I know you. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, you you've even wanted to dip into the acting space as well. So, I mean, we know what's going on with the acting industry this year with the writer strike, the actor strike. But do you have something in place for when? Because the writer strike reached a deal. We're waiting for the actors to get back up. But do you have something yep. in place with like agents or just connections that you've made already to um, move that forward?
1: Uh, Definitely have an agent now, you know, as I, as I progress, you know, uh, throughout the music industry with music being the the fort being what's in front uh recently partnered with caa so uh yeah you know maybe we'll have some more roles and stuff coming in you know we'll you know we'll we'll see what it's looking like but right now you know really just trying to you know uh, get the music out there to the people but definitely open to whatever you know comes as far as acting and stuff yeah yeah shout out to everybody if anybody hearing this has been affected by the writer's strike you know that shit was crazy
0: yeah, no, you got to pay your writers. You got to pay the, the yeah. people that are, are, are talented and, and, you know, putting on for people that are just, 100%. you know, as entertainers, you know, people, yeah. that's what they do. You're getting paid to entertain people. So you got to pay them what bro. they're worth. You know, we're 100%. in the month of October now. Mm hmm. And you do want to get into acting? So when we look at R and B action movies, I think of Trey Songz and Texas Chainsaw (laughs) 3D. We're in October. Kelly Rowland, Freddie vs Jason, Brandy. We're gonna get into the Brandy connection later. I still know what did last summer. If you were to be in a horror movie, TA, what would it be?
1: It definitely would be like Scream Scream. or
0: like.
1: It definitely be like Scream or like. uh, Which one? What's a favorite? I I wouldn't consider. I Am Legend is not a horror movie. but was- I,
0: I would consider it's kind of like horror, yeah. real-life drama. Yeah, real
1: life- I, 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 that's one of my favorite scary movies, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Will Smith. So, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith Legend, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was like I Am Legend a little bit when the pandemic was going on. It felt like it.
1: It fucking felt like it, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it literally felt just like that, bro. It was ghost town here in Los Angeles. It was ghost town, man
0: yeah you're out in LA I know you've been yeah. there so yep. man how was that move finally for you getting out there you know being from Mississippi uh, we talked about you getting the billboards to New York ready so you'd actually yeah. be out in LA it's like a culture shock
1: yeah man it definitely took some adjusting uh with uh being from Mississippi, you know, the terrain, everything is so different, the weather is different. But LA I feel like it's very conducive for creators. You got the mountains, you got the you got the beach, man, you got uh you got so many outside you got so much outside scenery that help you be creative. So, you know, it took a little while to get adjusted to uh get adjusted to Los Angeles. I miss my family, of course, but uh yeah, I love it out here, man. I love Los Angeles, bro.
0: <laughs> Jackson <laughs> yes, State. Sir.
1: Jackson State, my boy, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: track sir. star, you're a big hey, track guy. Man,
1: you know, that's, that's back in the old days, you know. My, my knees don't get up too,
0: but I heard that your mother was a, a track coach as well, I think in high yep. school, so you had some experience yep. there with the track. You could also, you know, down the line, if there's a, a role for a movie, you could play a, a track star.
1: Come on, man! Come on, see it through for me, bro. See it through for me, Max.
0: Yeah, it's gotta Come happen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.
0: This album, I, I, I've been following your journey here. This is something you you talk about. That what I speak about in my music, I lived it, and everything mm-hmm. that I, I talk about through my messages. You know, yeah. it's, it's all my experiences and it's personal. What was something yeah. that was hard for you to release about yourself with this album called Between Two Worlds?
1: Uh, I, I'll tell you, man. It wouldn't be a selective thing. It would be the, it would be the whole project, the the title, of the project as a whole, because this is all vulnerable work. You know, from the beginning to the end. Uh, I you you know, I tell my people, my writers and stuff. I'm like, yo, it felt like I was naked leaving the studio every night because it's like they knew all of my business, and most of these writing sessions kind of started off from very vulnerable and open conversations. So I couldn't be closed off. I had to be. So it was. It's. It's. it's it was tough. But I knew that's the foundation that I wanted to lay. You know, being from Mississippi, being a fan of blues and soul music, it's all storytelling. You know, what better story to tell rather than telling my true true life, you know?
0: And you definitely get into the true life on here. and Even with the album title, Caught Between Two Worlds, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many messages that you can get from just reading the title and then listening to the album, because Caught Between Two Worlds, does it come from the fact that when we think about it with you with the group and then you trying to be a solo artist as well as that okay if i'm in a relationship here i gotta find someone that understands that i'm basically hollywood in a way not too because you're a humble guy but i have yeah. this illustrious music career plus yeah. you know i'm trying to have my own personal life as well is is uh-huh. those kind of like the two messages that's what it came down to with the title
1: well, I, I like what you was doing there. It's like, it's it's multiple things that can go in a caught between two worlds. You know, you could be caught between, you know what I'm saying, love and music. You know, you could be caught between, you know, just emerging into a new era and leaving one era. So for me, it was a collective of being caught between so much shit. But You know, specifically talking about myself and love, you know, being in a relationship and, you know, kind of experiencing love and being with a person while also being a music artist. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's tough, bro. It's tough. It's tough. You come to so many realizations and, you know, uh, and kind of in the end, you still don't fucking know. You know, you still kind of get left in the middle, kind of in the gray. But, uh, you know, one thing for sure, love is love. And I'm always choose music. (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) no you got it that's your passion man
1: i'm always choose music bro that's that's just what it
0: is (laughs) yeah you've said it in the past that you're married to it you study Mm -hmm. just every every artist that's come before you pretty much and the different genres that you mentioned i know brandy's one of your influence jasmine sullivan i heard that yeah Been a fan of hers as well. Brian McKnight, yeah, you said that he could yeah. he could sing you to sleep pretty much. Oh, yeah,
1: Brian <laughs> Who McKnight. Who's
0: an R&B artist that you, if there was one that you could hear that you would love to potentially sing to sleep? Because you said Brian McKnight sung you to sleep. Who would nah. you know to sing to sleep? Uh,
1: all of all the all the ladies, all the ladies of r & b
0: all the ladies of r and b
1: all the ladies of R b I sing all of them to sleep Nah, but uh specifically I, I said that because you if you ever heard Brian McKnight's speaking voice is so crazy, like no homo but anything, but he like got this type of he got this type of voice where it's like I'm like damn Brian shit like yeah, I can listen to you all day, just talk
0: <laughs> one last cry.
1: One last cry. Come on, man. You know, uh, never felt this way. So many of those records but Brian McKnight, definitely special vocals. But yeah, man, a a special vocalist. But yeah, I could probably like, you know, you know, Beyonce. I could sing Beyonce to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) I'm shooting high. I'm shooting high, bro. I'm shooting high.
0: No, you have to, man. I I believe you can. The, The album, like I said, Sensation was the one for me.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, Because I
0: love how you go back to the roots of R&B and you bring gospel yeah. into it. And you came up in the church because it, your mother was a minister as well. And then you, you had the sisters do all because you were in, yo, a, yo. in the the trio with your sisters.
1: Yep, right, right, right. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that was, you know, my whole upbringing, church, uh being in Mississippi wasn't too much to do, man. Gospel played a humongous part in my sound once again. And my sisters, you know, just... You know, helping me—they—they're like four or five years older than me, so they actually helped, like kind of develop my musical skills, yeah, man. And church is just like—is in church is either you can sing or you can't sing. There's no in between, so I'm really thankful for those roots, bro. Those church roots, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How does your mom feel about the the new music, the new album? Well, bro? God
1: God bless my mom's heart. She passed away in the pandemic.
0: Oh man, but, uh, man. you know, I like the uh,
1: yeah, I appreciate it, man. A really tough moment, but she did get to witness a lot of stuff that I was doing. And she was very proud. Uh, you know, from the beginning, you know, uh, my dad and my mom have been very supportive of me in music. And uh, they knew that I had a crossfire between gospel and the blues and they supported both. You know, so I I'm, I didn't have your traditional story where it was like, oh, they made me feel bad for doing gospel music or they you know my people supported it. They kept instruments around me, bought instruments and, you know, just kind of allowed me to listen to what I was listening to
0: you can see the influence it, it came yeah, through man.
1: yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> love, love love i i i just love the thin line of gospel and r&b i love playing with those thin lines
0: <laughs> and you do it well like i said you're ready to cross, cross over into pop because we need that and and one thing i think that is a game changer when we look at usher doing the super bowl halftime show do you yeah. think that's going to change the game for r&b artists doing big time events
1: I just, I just feel like it's, you know, we've been rap heavy for a while, and it's fall right now. Uh, I just feel like it's going to put more attention on R&B, and which we need, you know, because so many great, um, you know, with myself being an emerging R&B artist. A lot of my friends, I got a lot of amazing R&B emerging friends that are just super talented, man. Like, it's a bunch of amazing talent that's coming up that's just like, yo, these kids are talented. And I'm just, I'm thankful to be a part of, bro. But I definitely think, you know, with Usher doing the Super Bowl, it's going to put a lot of light shining on R&B. Yeah, yeah. It
0: should. And you're ready for it, man. It, yeah, it, bro. If Usher called you up and said, okay, I want you to come out and do one song off this new album, which one would, Which one are you hitting the big stage? Oh, right, right?
1: we're we doing "Couple 22 Worlds all day. Couple 22 We're doing 22 Worlds. The self-title. Yep, we're doing the self-title, the single of the project. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Yeah, I could see that happening. It, I love when I when I listen to your music creating process, and because you you say if if there's a song that you can't feel it, you want no part of it. Describe to me the pocket, because you have this way of describing your terminology. In music as the pocket. You have to get in your pocket. So what is T. A. Thomas's pocket? Yeah, really, when he's in that booth?
1: When I'm in the booth, if I can't, uh, uh, if I don't feel that, and if I don't almost get the goosebumps at the end of the night, listen to it. We could trash that shit it's out it's a wrap like if we if we if we don't feel it like everybody in there like uh juking to it and if we don't get the goosebumps if if we ain't feeling it it ain't going bro nah it gotta be like that. so that's really what i refer to in the pocket it's a collective of things it's the feeling it's the head bop it's like the energy of the record at the end of the night do we are we are we it gotta feel like that and if it's not that i can't give it to my people (laughs) you can't yeah
0: the album's out now, man. So what's the role out here? Because I've seen all the press you've been doing. It's been going yeah. crazy. So what's the roll out here with the tours? And what what, what, what are you going to be doing here well, for the next height with this album?
1: Yeah, man. It's really just going to be pushing this project. You know, uh, I may do some live acoustic stuff, may do the, pro- the whole entire project acoustically. We don't know. You know, we we got a couple of different things planned right now. But uh, as far as tour, you know, I definitely have a lot of shows and stuff coming up, you know, uh, uh we we hadn't locked in a tour yet but definitely got a couple of different options out there for late fall so we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes but for right now man it's really just like pushing this project out to the people and finding creative ways for people to discover me
0: yeah and i think you're with aiw i think i was reading right when AIW, I to- yeah, yeah that's
1: that's my that's my uh label publisher that i own <laughs> wow yeah,
0: yeah. so you so you're you're independent then
1: I'm independent, and I have an amazing partner called Platoon. They're uh, owned by Apple Music, so yeah, I have a Apple is a partner of mine. But yeah, it's mostly been
0: me and Apple. How does it feel to have full creativity? Because because this <laughs> is why I like interviewing artists and just learning that you're independent. Because you do have artists that are dope in the industry that are signed. The videos, yeah. but most of the times, yeah. it's creative control once you get into those major label deals. So how does it yeah. feel now that you're in control of your creative vision?
1: Man, it feels amazing. I feel like, uh, I feel like you know, uh with having a partner even with them because they could have a had a little soul, a little say so within, oh, we don't like this, 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 and I could have still but I, I I'll say that with any artist, you know, the more that you're the more that you know yourself, the more that you know what's so special about you and what you what you possess as a superpower that's different from any other artist in the world. I feel like if a person is invested in you, they're interested in you, like how can they not say Yo, we're going to let you do what you do if you're if you're honed in on the thing that make you different from everybody else. So, yeah, man, you know, being in the predicament, I'm very thankful to be independent and have, uh, you know, more creative control than, you know, some other people who are signed. But I feel like in any situation with a label or an independent partner, as long as you know what make you different and you stick beside that and you let that true, I think, authentic thing or sound or for me, the Southern soul and my voice. If you let that bleed over in every record, it's undeniable.
0: No, it definitely yeah. is, man. Yeah. You yeah. can tell the, the talent is there. And I've seen the reviews. What does it mean to you when you see these reviews come in? Cause I always, I'm always big on checking the iTunes reviews and just everything yeah. that comes in on Apple Music. People are like yeah. the, the best RB singer out now, the best <laughs> album. So, man, well, that, that's got to be like I'll really be real. the, the confidence here
1: yeah man I'm be real i'm I'm kind of iffy i'm I'm kind of like fifty fifty with the comments. sometimes I see the one that you know that the algorithm pushed to the top for me to get my eyes on, but for the most part, like I sometimes don't indulge because it's like you can read a thousand good things and you can read one bad thing and you're just like, ah, uh,
0: fuck. And that yeah. ruins everything. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always says positive outweighs the negative. I don't buy yeah. that. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? So, so being nice to my health, practicing good mental health, you know, skills, uh, that it's been a lot of, you know, it's been a lot of amazing reviews, people leaving comments, and you know, that shit do make me it's reassuring and letting me know that I'm like on the right path and that the people are receiving it in it. You know, they're receiving it and the music is hitting them how we want it to. So I'm always super thankful when I see the comments, but I try to keep it, you know, I try to keep I try to be like, oh no. Cause y'all be wild and something, you know, do the fans be wild and sometimes they
0: do. Yeah. No, yeah, it, I get it, man. It, you always wanna yeah. make sure that you you, know, you keep the mindset going. But the reviews are there. And then does that kind of weigh in with the song Pros and Cons? Because there's pros cause you want to weigh the options right there. So is that kind of <laughs> an example?
1: Kind of kind of like an example, kind of like an example. Pros and cons. That's probably one of my favorite records off the one of my favorite records off the project, man. That bop, You know, pros and cons is really like when you're kind of in a situation you're not really sure, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, you know, before you could really move on, you really just gotta, hey, is this situation, can can we work this out? Or is this shit really just dead? You know what I'm saying? You know, can we pick up these broken pieces and put it back together? You know, cause sometimes the grass ain't always greener, you know, sometimes it's best to, you know, some situations they'll actually, if you love the person, it's like actually worth trying to figure out. You know, so that's kind of the, the the sentiment or my heart on that record. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to dive into the negative comments at all. I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you feel as though it was kind of because t- when we look at every like group, when we look at it, specifically boys Him Men, we saw how Bobby Brown went solo. Did you kind yeah. of feel like, man, it's really tough for me to get across that bridge to now that I'm a solo artist and I'm not with Next Town next Down?
1: No, not at all. Like, I feel like in the beginning of the group, me and the boys always knew that the group would be a stepping stone Mm -hmm. to whatever we wanted to do individually, because one of the things that made us so powerful as a group is that we was all individuals. We had five different sounds. And we was able with the help of, you know, a couple of good friends of ours to like collectively make our different voices sound like one. And then when you put us on a track, we could like bleed into like I'm going into my southern soul. One of the other guys diving into his Frank Sinatra bag, you know, so it was always a vision of us being a collective more so than a group. You know, like you're starting five, you got your point guard, you got your four, you know what I'm saying? So we always knew, we always knew all Like from the beginning, we knew that eventually, you know, that the group would help us get to, you know, our step in, you know, the next step, being a solo artist. Uh, We just didn't expect it to happen so soon. But, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic, I lost my mom and the pandemic, it was, the pandemic was just was crazy. Like we, that was a crazy time and it just kind of pushed things a little sooner. But, you know, I believe everything happened for a reason.
0: No, and and you definitely had a close bond with your mother. Have you thought about addressing the passing of your mother on a song, kind of like a, le- a letter to her?
1: Yeah, I kind of I got some stuff, but really just waiting for that moment uh, when when it felt right to release.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Again, man, my condolences with that. I appreciate you know, it, bro. Yeah, I know you had a, had a bond with her and just, you know, she was minister coming up under her, then the track coach. Yeah. So there was a lot there.
1: 100%, bro. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yes,
0: we, we, we've seen what you're doing, man, with this album. So... Usher's going to be game-changing to bring R&B back to the spotlight. Now that we Mm -hmm. see the new emerging artist, T.A. Thomas, ready to take over R&B, what's something that you're going to do to reimagine or just redefine R&B?
1: Man, I feel like we're going to keep hitting in the studio. We're going to, you know, with with this group, of this creative team that I have, uh, I I feel like they're amazing, man. They get me. They get my sound. They get the Mississippi. They get the South. And uh, I feel like, yeah, we probably even may go back and do a camp in the South, you know, wow. may go back and do a camp in Mississippi, you know, even diving deeper into the roots, you know, specifically with me uh i'm I'm just like big on southern soul man that's 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 what I was raised listening to it's It's what's so special about me when people hear the conviction, the emotion. That's even on a a sexy record, you still feel like, oh, what's this feeling here? I I sing all that shit with the conviction of Southern soul, man. And so I feel like, you know, I'm just going to continue to dive deeper into my roots and bring some of my creative team from Los Angeles back to the South. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's big. Do you feel as though that because I was going to ask you kind of get into that because Mississippi, I don't want you to get into a whole history. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what do you feel as though kind of like is the untold story of soul in Mississippi? Is it kind of just what you mentioned right there? Just the I just, Soul.
1: I just feel like because Mississippi, because Southern Soul is so big to the South, we never really gave a fuck about like what the rest of the world thought. It's it's like we really set in our bubble and with our local talents and with Southern, like we just like, yo, this is it. Though. These are our superstars, and we protected it. You know what I'm saying? And you make great money when you could kind of compare some of the concert money to like how people are globally touring. It's it almost is close to the same. So I feel like with my team. What we wanted to do, we just wanted to put mainstream spotlight on southern soul. Yeah, just like yeah, because people are starting to grab elements of it in their music with King George and you know with a lot of these artists. And I just want to be like, nah, let me just tell y'all what it really is. This is what southern soul is, and you know, I just want to make it mainstream.
0: If anyone could do it, it's you. You're from there; it's your roots. So you're gonna. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it ain't it ain't a. It ain't no faking, you know, it's real. <laughs> no,
0: no. It, it, you're going to take it back there, make it mainstream, get the documentaries going. And oh, modeling too, you have an interest in modeling. You love clothes. What yeah. Because, I mean, I've seen you, you got your own style sense, but what what would you say if you were to define your style? What is it for the people listening right now would, as far as modeling?
1: It, it would definitely be like the, uh, the, 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 the Coogan style. It's almost like a crooner. It's like a, it's like a crooner, you know, it's like real Mississippi. It's like, I'm not so big with big name brands. It's like, I can go out and thrift a jacket, a suit jacket that look like it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to put that suit jacket and pants on no shirt up under, you know, fucking, I'm going to put tennis shoes on the suit. So it's really just like that crooner type vibe uh david ruffin i'm a big fan of david ruffin david
0: ruffin i've heard yeah that.
1: man i'm a big fan of david ruffin james brown ray charles those guys they kind of just did what they wanted to do and i kind of imagine fashion as a church boy gone bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like that. wearing
1: easter suits we're gonna wear the easter suit with jays on and no shirt up under and a bunch of jewelry this the is the hood easter service <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hood easter shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: I like that. This is this is what I mean, creative vision, because everything now it's all peer pressure. Everyone's name, yeah. brand, designers, and all that stuff. A lot of that's overrated and it looks tacky.
1: Yeah, man. I really don't, you know, I, I I'm, I'm, I love brands. I love I, me and my managers with just having this conversation the other day, we were talking about, I was like, yo, you never have to worry about me burning a bunch of money on clothes and shoes because I feel like I can go somewhere and I can shop through the clearance rack and I can make that shit look just like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's not what you wear. It's how you wear it.
1: <laughs> it's how you wear it. 100%. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> crazy. Unbelievable, man. Tay yep. Thomas. Anything else, man, you want to let the audience know that we didn't touch on for the new album that you want to get out there?
1: Oh, man, not much. I just want people to, you know, make sure you go stream it. Make sure you listen. Make sure you listen to the stories. I'm pretty sure that you can find something, a moment that you relate to. You know, uh, we got a lot of amazing stuff planned, stuff that we're announcing even this week and next week. So just stay tuned. Watch out on the social media platforms, everywhere at T.A. Thomas. And we just got a lot of shit coming up, man. Yeah.
0: Did Brandy reach out? Did she give any feedback?
1: She, she ain't giving no feedback. Not yet. Not oh, yet. I think oh, I think she's working on a, a Christmas project right now.
0: The so. Christmas project. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you were working with her daughter, too.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah. That's my girl, man. It's super amazing. Super amazing. Like dumb, talented. <laughs> man. They,
0: yeah, what can you reveal for me and brand? Is there anything special about that? Me and occasion, you know, just link it with her because that's an man. icon.
1: Yeah, man. Brandy, man. Just like one thing she said uh you know kind of stuck with me stuck with me you know how like sometimes we're in the studio and we're pro- approaching the creative process like a lot of people be like um oh dang nah you shouldn't do that we should say that for when you do it live we can you can just do it. she was like nah forget that some people are not gonna make it to your live show go hard go crazy right here in the studio so <laughs> she made that statement and that john just stuck with me i'm like make all the NRS everybody uncomfortable i love it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now nah, nah, we're going crazy in the studio we're doing everything that we're gonna do on on stage right here <laughs> it's definitely a balance but you know i got what she was saying you know uh don't hold back so much in the studio
0: no no i think yeah. you should give it your all in the studio and then when you get bring the album out on stage you kind of test yeah. the audience out and you expand from there create skits 100
1: yeah. percent. yes sir
0: <laughs> you already know how it goes man t.a thomas brother. I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Keep doing appreciate your thing. Appreciate
1: you, Max. Yes, sir, brother.
0: Of course, and thank you yeah. to Natasha's as well for getting us set up. Anytime you want to come on the show, love to have you back on. You're doing yes, a great sir, thing brother. for R&B. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, man. They can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at yeah. Ta Thomas. I think it's for real, Ta Thomas. It's different on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's yeah, Ta Thomas for real. Yeah, Ta Thomas for real. Yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, mostly everywhere else, uh, it's Ta Thomas. You know they can find T. me thomas. even yeah yeah uh t.a thomas music on Triller. so yeah just check me out
0: <laughs> check them out man t.a thomas yeah. man congratulations on the album i look Thank forward you, to brother. seeing you even more in the bright lights man yes take sir appreciate thomas. you brother you already know man take care stay safe peace out yes sir all right all right man